Today's question is one of a prophetical nature. Uh, this person has asked, in the tribulation, will the people that don't get the 666 on them, will they die or suffer? So I believe that one day the rapture is going to happen and the body of Christ is taken up to heaven. The dead in Christ rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. I believe that after that event happens, there will be a revival worldwide. To what extent? I don't know. But I believe that the gospel will go to the uttermost part of the earth. Now, I'm not saying it hasn't already. I believe that through the efforts of missionaries down through uh, church history, especially the last three, four hundred years, uh, with the industrial revolution and transportation uh, advancements, planes and trains and automobiles and so forth, the gospel has been able to reach farther than ever. However, after the rapture happens, people are going to be wondering what just took place, and this is going to lead to a massive amount of, of people searching for truth, and especially biblical truth. They're, they're going to know that an event of biblical proportions has just taken place. I believe that there will be a number of people who convert to Christianity after the rapture. They will taste of the good Word of God. They will uh, receive the Holy Spirit. They will be cleansed by the blood of Christ. However, they will not be part of the body of Christ, right? The body of Christ will have left the earth by that point. The body of Christ will be up in heaven going through what uh, the New Testament calls the judgment seat of Christ. While these tribulation believers, these people that converted after the rapture, they will be going through the worst time ever down here on the earth. Now, if I understand the book of Revelation correctly, there is going to be a short period of worldwide peace, but, and I don't know how long that will last, but after that short period of peace, what would stand now is World War III is going to break out, it's going to lead to horrible famine, there's going to be natural disasters all over the place, and there's going to be a worldwide persecution of these believers that had recently converted. Revelation 6 and verse number 9 says, And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little season, until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So according to this, these people were slain for the word of God and their testimony. Uh, they, in Revelation 12, you read a little bit more there, they overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They loved not their lives unto the death. So yes, believers will suffer. They will die. They will be heavily persecuted. It's hard to say that they are going to be persecuted more during this time than ever before in history because there have been a lot of horrible things done to believers in the last 2,000 years. However, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 21, 
For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake those days shall be shortened. So it makes it sound as if not only are the wars and rumors of wars, the earthquakes, the pestilences, all of that is worse than ever, but it, it kind of makes it sound as if the persecution is also going to be more intense than ever before, which if you know anything about church history, it is hard to fathom that. Now what I often find comes along with this topic and this question is, is people want to know not so much about end time persecution, because that's clear. They want to know about these natural disasters, the earthquakes, the pestilences, the blood that rains down from heaven, uh, wormwood that you read about in Revelation 8. These natural calamities, are they going to affect believers? Or is it on, are, are those things only going to affect those that follow the beast and take his mark and his number, name, and all of that? I see nothing in the book of Revelation that would protect those end-time believers from the natural disasters that are going to take place. We read in Revelation 7 about the 144,000. They receive a special seal, and it appears that they are protected. If I understand Revelation correctly, the 144,000 is a special group of Jewish evangelists that are sanctified by God and commissioned to take this end times gospel message to the, to the four corners of the earth. And uh, there's much more that could be said about that, but trying to stay on topic, the 144,000, I believe, are going to be protected. I say that because Revelation 7 and verse 1, after these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree, and I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Now that, that indicates a couple things. Number one, seems to say the 144,000 will not be affected by these disasters that are going to come on the earth and the sea. But number two, and by implication, those that do not have that seal in their foreheads can be affected by those natural disasters. So there's certainly going to be more than 144,000 people that convert during the tribulation time. That we know from Revelation 7 verse 9. After this I beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds of people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. It says a multitude that cannot be numbered. The 144,000 were just numbered in the passage. So this is a separate group standing up in heaven. They have white robes, palms in their hands, and when the question is asked, where did these come from? The answer is given down in, in verse number 14. I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. He said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So, I understand verse 14 doesn't say the great tribulation, as using it as a title as we currently do. I understand that. But I also believe that the group you're dealing with in chapter 7, that's standing up in heaven with these white robes, these are 
potentially the converts of those 144,000. At the end of the chapter, you read about they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them nor any heat. The they and the them is speaking about that great multitude of saints that have the white robes that are already in heaven. Uh, well, hunger, thirst, the sun and the heat, those are some of the uh, consequences of the natural disasters and, and divine judgments that take place on nature during that time. So I would definitely say that they can and will suffer. I, I feel pity for those who go through it, but at the same time, I am um, reminded of my responsibility. And we all should be reminded of it, to take the gospel to as many as we can now before these things come to pass. So, I hope this has answered the question. Uh, I realize that there's so many other things that can be said about this subject. So, if you'd like to know more about anything directly or indirectly related to this, let me know in the comments below. If this video has helped, you can click the like button. If you'd like to follow along with our Bible Q&A blog, you can click subscribe. Feel free to leave a Bible question in the comment section below or visit us on our Facebook page, Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. And if you live in town, we'd like to invite you to one of our services, and we hope to see you soon. May God bless, and have a great day further.